What's going on, buddy? You giving up? Uh, I guess. You don't want to just stick it out a little more? I don't know if my little boy heart can take it. It's podcast time. Group on group of friends. We'll talk about baby Disneyland's Met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And here we are talking about Adventure Time from the very beginning all the way to the end. Yeah. Matt. Yes. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I'm also pretty good. Yeah. So we're still at the same place we recorded last time, which is an Airbnb. And, uh, you know, we're just looking for a house right now. Mm-hmm. And so next week uh, we're moving to another Airbnb temporarily. Airbnb. And it's going to be further up the hill in the city, which makes me feel like royalty compared to now. <laughs> Moving on up. We'll be up there feeling all fancy. And you may then... bring me grapes. <laughs> That's the second time I've done that today. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Come here, peasant. Well, hopefully the internet will be better for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The internet woes have been many. Yeah. What you been up to? Um. Well, I finished my quarter from school. <gasps> yeah. And I'm so stoked about it. I'm taking a quarter off because of the move. Yep. But yeah, I was. it was great. Such a relief to be done with that. Oh, I bet. Actually, uh, we both finished it around the same time. Oh, I yeah, that's right. finally done. After oh. all these episodes talking about it, I am now a college graduate. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. More than you even know. Aw. I did it. And I'm starting a new job next week. You are starting a new yeah. job. Are you excited um, about it? I am pretty excited. Yeah, it's going to be rad. Yeah, it'll be nice to get out of the get outside (laughs) and not be a hermit here yep every Um, day when i have to work late i'm like i feel so bad matt's all alone that's uh i got the cat (laughs) (laughs) and i listen to podcasts podcasts are my friends (laughs) so i'm really excited about these two episodes me too uh it's gonna be a wild ride today it totally is i think these episodes are bonkers i will say they're kind of a breath of fresh air um because the last few episodes haven't been my favorite, but I've really enjoyed these two. Yeah, Spoiler. me too. They're... <laughs> Spoiler? Question mark? Uh, well, I guess not. <laughs> but, um... Spoiler, you like Adventure Time? Spoiler, I like these few episodes of this show I barely watch. <laughs> so, speaking of episodes, recent episodes, if by any chance you haven't listened to the last couple just because it's, like, not highly regarded episodes... We still have some fun of them, so give them, a, give, them a, uh, give them a listen if you haven't already. Yeah, they're really funny, and we had a good time, even if they weren't our favorite. Let's just say St. Patty's Day was involved in that recording. Yes, yes. And today. Um, <laughs> Over time. Uh, okay, so we are looking at uh, episode number five, Return to the Nightosphere, and episode number six, Daddy's... Uh, Return to the Nightosphere again? What What is the second one called? Daddy's Little Monster. (laughs) 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 Return of the Night is Fair. The Night is Fearing. (laughs) Yeah. This time, it's personal. This time, it's personal. (laughs) Oh, also, I downloaded downloaded an Adventure Time game on my phone. Oh, you're going to talk about that now? Yeah, I'm going to talk about it now. Okay. Um, It's called Bubbles. Oh, no, it's called Balloons Balloons. Adventure Time. What is the game? How do you do it? No idea. Because it took too long to download the assets, <laughs> and I haven't played it yet. So of our asshole internet. That, that's my review. <laughs> hey, guys, you know what? It's like if you ever have um, used dial-up internet, that is how our internet is. Yeah, right now it's... It's like I am like watching 
pictures download line by line like it did like in high school being like oh my gosh this is revolutionary and now i'm like oh my god right i feel like we're in the 90s right now oh, as far as internet quality goes all it's missing is like <laughs> <laughs> well, basically my, you getting to hear my voice all day in this small apartment is pretty much equivalent to that <laughs> like matt stop being weird like <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. You're not missing much, folks. Um, okay, should we get to the episodes? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. That was very controlled. You know, I'm trying. Let's really- do it! Oh my god. All right. Return of the Night of Sphere has an IMDb rating of 8.2. Classic Marceline episode. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like every Marceline episode feels like it's around the 8.2 range. Yeah, yeah. Overall number, 83. Uh, directed by Larry Leachleiter, Nate Cash. Written and storyboarded by Echo Castero, Jesse Mohanahan. Original air date, April 30th, 2012. And unknown amount of viewers. 2012. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I had, I had more to that and I just lost it because I heard like a bang outside and now my, my brain's So completely... also Matt is off his Ritalin now that he's done with school. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. I'm getting used to it again. I, uh, if I seem a little distracted on occasion, you'll understand why. It's like, it's like the early episodes all over again. It's cool. It's good. I support this. So the title card for this episode is... Ooh, boy. So it's like a baby Finn and Jake with umbilical cords attached to each other. And Jake has a cell phone and like pressed his ear, held with his shoulder. And they're surrounded by bananas. Yeah, the whole background's bananas. It's wild. It is wild. So, this episode begins with Finn and Jake waking up in a pile of bananas in a jail cell with their memories of how they arrived there completely erased. Jake pulls out his cell phone and tries to call BMO. He notices a a video from the night before, uh, but he can't play the entire thing. They only see the beginning of, oh, there's this portal, and then his phone dies. The jail guard then comes and tells the two that they're in the night sphere. They're like, hey, where are we already? And they're like, Yeah, you're in the nightosphere. Yeah, you're in the nightosphere. (laughs) Asking how they can get home, he explains that they can't unless Hudson Abadir allows them. Who is uh, Marceline's dad. Yeah. This is the first time we we actually hear his name. Wait, what? Yeah, in the show. Really? Yeah, every time before this, he was just called uh, Marceline's dad. I didn't know that. And that's why when the guy said Hudson Abadir, uh, Jake started chuckling. He said, that's his name. (laughs) Oh. Because it's so not threatening sounding. That's cool. I Maybe I just knew that because of, like, spoilers. I didn't realize his name is Hudson Avedere. Yeah. Anyway, Finn and Jake, along with other demons, are then set free because they cannot leave the night sphere anyway. Okay, so at this point, I'm sorry. I, I have to say, so Matt used to work as a security guard. Yeah. And he was always like, if someone doesn't show up for their next shift, well, I have to stay there. Yeah. I can't oh, leave. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I was thinking the same thing during this episode. Yeah, because the, the, the jailer is like... Well, my shift is over, and they're like, okay, he's like, I mean, you're in the night sphere, so you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Like, why do they even have guards? Yeah, they're like, so you're letting us free. He's like, well, technically, but not really, because you're in the night sphere, so this is basically one giant prison. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, it's kind of interesting. So what did those guys, what did those demons do to get into those prisons? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. If it's so bad, you yeah. know what I'm saying, man? Look, I don't get why the night sphere is so bad, because when they go outside... It's uh, it's crazy looking. Are you kidding me? But nobody looks... Oh, okay, never mind. There's a lot of bad stuff happening now that I'm thinking about it. 
Where were you that. when we were watching the episode? <laughs> well, it's it's nutty looking, but there's some some freedoms there. But then you do see stuff like this demon mist cloud going around ruining everybody's day. That's so true. And and the other thing, there, okay, we'll get to that part. But I'll, I'll hold my, I will hold my comments until right. after the next two sentences. Okay, so. Finn and Jake, along with other demons, are set free because they cannot leave the nice for anyway. They climb up through a hole and look around to get a good view of the nightosphere. Um, and so it pans across for a good, like, 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. If we took notes on everything you see here, it would take up half a page. It's bonkers. It's awesome. It, it reminds me of stuff from, like, the early seasons where they do that. Yeah. What is another season they did that with? Uh, City of Thieves. City of Thieves. Yeah, when they yeah. first get to the City of Thieves and you see all the crazy stuff happening. It was so cool. And it's all, like, one long shot. It's like that. I think they did it better in City of Thieves than they yeah. did it in this episode. It's nuts in City of Thieves. It, but here, it's like, you're seeing everything that's happening, you're like, this is weird. And you can tell that they're having so much fun animating this. Totally. I was just gonna say that. And I, I'm just like, this is first off, totally your jam in terms of the type of animation oh, yeah, that like, the, like the style freaky, freaky deaky stuff mm. i think my favorite like weird thing was the the guy that's like the half guy that mm -hmm. they end up writing later but like it, it was insane like all these weird things you know marching people falling off cliffs people or things eating other things that are eating other things um it, it's insane yeah and there's like this one kid demon that's running around and the dad's like hey don't play with smaller demons you're better than them and then this lightning bolt just hits him and he turns into a bunch of small demons he's like daddy daddy okay but so that <laughs> <laughs> that made me just think about so there's a a procreation process <laughs> between these demons? I guess so. It looks like there's some kind of civilization happening here. I mean, they have jail. I have so many questions. I do too. I, I, like everything else. Like as far as like, you know, our many questions about the currency of ooh What's and politics. It's exactly like, there's, there's some what, kind of system in the nightosphere. I mean, later they talk about a political rap. So there has to be some kind of concept of politics. Worst political rap ever. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like, it's just really like they have to be conscious enough to make like, anyway, I don't know. Okay. It's fun. It is. It's good. It's good. I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting distracted by all of the craziness that was it. So anyway, they're looking around this craziness, and there's there's just so much happening. Uh, if if you want a good like interesting kind of view of what's happening in the nightosphere, this is just a really cool episode for that. And yeah. I, I don't know. Like I I think it's just really creative. Yep, I think so too. Uh, anyway, they ask for help from a half-monster demon, the demon uh, who tells him to climb into him and he'll carry them to the teller. Yeah, and he's like, you may sit in my in my stomach. I might, what is it, like? I'm not going to digest you. You'll be fine. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. He said, get in my flipping belly and I will transport you. Yeah. And then he, like, farts and then he, like, starts moving like a <laughs> locomotive. Like yep. a, like a, like a, uh, what are, what are those called? Flying cars? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> His legs, like, come up, like, landing here, like, zzzz. They're great. So then after being dropped off at the river full of demons, uh, Traveler explains to them that they have to wait in line. So they spend almost 28 days waiting their turn to see the teller. And and over these days, they have, like, the, the flash of, like, so many days and then, like, zoom into their mental state and, like, what's happening to them. Yeah, it's, like, two days in. They got, like, flies all over them four days in. Jake's like, oh, I can't talk anymore. I ran out of words. And Which then, is shocking. Mm -hmm. You think that he would have ran out of words? Probably not. He's probably just being dramatic. <laughs> it's Jake. So it's like it shows like all these different days that they're waiting. 
And then by the last day, they look completely normal again. It's so funny. And the guy that's like, that was like traveling, that was he was like in a boat crowd surfing on top of people and like hitting people with his oar. Yeah. And they're like, so you can answer questions. He's like, no, that's like, you know, being on this boat and hitting people with oars. Yeah, it's bonkers. So um, once finally they're turned, they have to stand in another line. So they, they get through the entrance. So they're like, yeah, it's our turn. And they're like, no. And I think Finn at this point is so like depleted. He's like, my little boy heart can't take one anymore. Yeah, he's so depressed. I This feels like going to Six Flags for me on a busy day. Dude, I wrote down it's like going to Disneyland on a busy day. <laughs> it's like, this isn't even fun. No, you just wait in line. I, mean, I spent my day in a line to go on a roller coaster ride for two minutes. Exactly. Yeah, if no that, thanks. If that, yeah, for real. Um. So in that moment, so Jake does a good job of like, pumping Finn up and was like, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. This is good. So in that moment, a storm cloud appears and admits and starts asking this long line of people questions. Like, anybody have to go to the bathroom? And one guy raises his hand. He's like, okay, you can go. And so he, like, scurries off. <laughs> and then anyone here to see Hunter Nabadir? And a whole bunch of people raise his hand and it starts killing all the people in this uh, in this line. Yeah. Where do people go after they die in the nightosphere? And why does... Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> they go to the jail. <laughs> okay. So this is my question also, is that... So there must be, like, various types of, like beaming for this light because mm-hmm. remember it like made that other guy smaller yeah but then disapparates a bunch of other people it's got all sorts of powers oh my gosh and how does it differentiate i don't know <laughs> i don't know anyway so it kills all the demons and uh that were about to ask or there to ask Abadir questions so jake saves finn uh, and by snatching him and hiding behind a rock and they barely escape yeah uh, Finn refuses to lower his hand, even though everybody's getting zapped in front of them. <laughs> uh, so they see the the cloud going into this castle. Uh, and so they're like, huh, that's interesting. And and Finn jumps on Jake's back and they ride up there. They find Hunson in the top of this castle. Or so they think. <laughs> <laughs> they start to fight. A fight ensues. Jake at one point sneaks himself into like this the keyhole of of thing and yeah. his little cell phone and a banana pop out and he like comes back and gets it yeah, yeah. It's so great yeah so they sneak into this room and there's a, a portal that essentially takes them back to their treehouse mm-hmm. yeah that's right so they're going through this portal it reminds me of the end of the movie Poltergeist two if you've ever seen that uh, anyway it's a lot like it so they go into the portal and Hunson follows them so Finn. Fights him and then cuts his head off with the demon sword, which reveals that the ruler was really Marceline. So this wasn't even Hunson. Um, but it's like she got turned into like that nasty form of Hunson when he goes like beast mode and he's yeah. got like the egg sack under his neck. <laughs> oh, so gross. So when they get back to Ooh, Marceline closes the Night of Fear portal and tells them never to come back. And so she's like trying to save them by pushing them away while she's stuck as like the ruler of the Night of Fear. So Finn claim- claims that they have to go back to discover the truth. And Jake's like, okay, well, I'm going to take a shower first. And that's it. <laughs> and that's the end of the uh, first half. Oh, so, Matt, what did you think? I thought this episode was a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so it's a little freaky-deaky. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not always into that kind of stuff, but I do think the mechanics of the episode are really entertaining. Yeah, I think so, too. It's, um, you know, you remember the episode where they go into, like, the dead world to save that flower for, um... Yeah, man. <laughs> All that flesh. We're going to eat it. <laughs> what was that one called? I can't remember. Death in Bloom? Yes. Yeah. 
So it kind of we, like, we had Sarah Mooney on that. Yeah. So it reminded me of Death and Bloom, but I, I like Death and Bloom a little more. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. That one was just like really funny too. But like I still like this episode a lot. I like this episode too. Um I even though there's like a lot of uh really interesting animation, I think that it was a little boring in terms of the color scheme. We've mm-hmm. seen better like like visuals. Yeah. In terms of mm, like, like it was really creative what they did with all like the demons and the monsters and things like that. I don't want to like minimize that, but I I think that for me it was a lot of the same thing. Yeah, I don't know what it is about this time through. Like, I do like this episode a lot, but I was like really pumped to get into it again, watching it again. I was like, it's pretty good. Yeah, but like I wasn't as blown away as I usually am. By no, it. no. I mean, and and don't get me wrong. Like, I did like the episode. It. I just wish that there's a little more variety. I think. Mm-hmm. I totally yeah. get that. I think that they could have done something different there. Yeah. I do uh, like... Sorry. No, you. I like, like, the whole recurring thing of Jake. Like, do you have an outlet I could plug this phone into? Yes, because he keeps trying to, like, charge his phone. So he keeps asking everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just so flipping hilarious. I actually thought the funniest part of this episode was the jail guard. Yeah. Who, uh, is like, he has, like, the most non-threatening voice ever. And yeah. Jake asks about the phone charger. And, like, the guy's completely, like, normal up to this point. And Jake asks that question, and the guy's like, oh, I do think it's really like, funny. Why is he laughing at I, I have no idea. It's just crazy. I do think it's funny that they're like in this jail cell with tons of bananas and you don't understand. But everybody that's like, he's like, what's the deal with these bananas? And they're like, ugh, gross. And yeah. Like, why do you even have that? I, I'm glad you brought that up. I don't know why that wasn't in the notes, but like, uh, Jake has a banana on him in the jail cell and then he's going around asking everybody throughout the episode, like, like what's with this banana? They're like, What's with this? Do you know about this? And people are like, ew, why do you have that? Yeah, it's crazy. So I'm looking at one of the pictures here, and it's really interesting because it looks like there's like a lemon, like a lemon, lemon grab, grab version kind of, demon. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah, it's like if you pause this episode while there's a bunch of characters on screen, you're going to see some crazy stuff. Like yeah. they did have like a lot of fun designing all the different monsters and stuff in the in the nightosphere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, like everything is red, so it's just not as fun to look at. Yeah, it's really red. Mm-hmm. It's a very red episode. Matt, mm-hmm. I'd like to tell you about when I first got my first cell phone. Oh, yes, please. So I was in college, and my first cell phone was a Motorola flip phone, and it had a camera but no video. Like, you couldn't do video, and, it and like, te- people didn't text back then. And I thought it was so cool. I remember going into a store, and I was, like, talking on my cell phone and, like, overpaid for something because I was too busy talking on my cell phone. Oh, oh no. Yeah, dude. And then, so I, I, and that was when I lived in South Dakota, and then I moved home. And my cell phone didn't work because it was the area that we lived didn't have coverage. And so I literally was like, talked to like Verizon or something on there. And I was like, I don't have coverage. It's really bad. And they're like, okay, just bring it back. And so I just took the cell phone and like brought it all back to like a mall kiosk. And they're oh, like, man. I-, I don't even know what to do with man, this. Man, isn't it crazy how much cell phones have improved since then? Like it, it hasn't even been that much time. It really hasn't. Yeah. I mean, I think about, I graduated with my undergrad in 2006 and that had to be in like 2004. So what year is it? 2020? 2021. Yeah, duh. It's 2021. (laughs) So, how many years is that? Since 2004. 
17 oh, years. 17 years. Oh, man. That's when I graduated <laughs> high school. Uh... <laughs> 20-year reunions coming up eventually. <laughs> but it's just crazy. Like, in 17 years, like, the, they're like mini computers now in our Yeah, hands. it's crazy. You remember how crappy my well, cell phone was when we started dating? 100%. And that was like 2000... I was like... 15? I was... When, when, when did we start dating? Six years. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we just celebrated our sixth year. And you were laughing at my phone. It was I a totally flip phone. was. It was like one of those ones where you like slide open and you like, no, 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 no. It wasn't. Yes, it was. It, it couldn't even it play video. Like a, it was like a Blackberry kind of like phone, but mm-hmm. it wasn't a Blackberry. And you would slide it up and then you have your little keyboard. Yeah, I actually loved that keyboard on it. But it, it was such a cheap phone that like, it's like you have the internet, but you can't play videos or anything. You can only just see basically a text version of websites. That's kind of what Jake had in this <laughs> In the land of ooh was better than my first phone. Oh man. Yeah. When I first I wonder what met cell phone Matt, plans are like. Okay, but I, <laughs> what's the coverage map like? Yeah, exactly. D- does it go beyond the candy cane? <laughs> it has to. His phone mm-hmm. was working in the nice beer. Grocery Kingdom. He was. Go- <laughs> Is that where they get their recharge cards? <laughs> Oh, it's like a Walmart, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Oh, man. Okay. Sorry, we veered off a little bit. Oh, it's Matt, cool. where was the snail? So the snail was near Hudson Abadir's statue in the prison. And I caught a little screen capture of it. So it's like Finn and Jake standing next to each other. And you see like all the demons that are in the prison, especially that derpy little lemon grab looking demon that's just kind of like wah, 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 on the floor. And you can just barely see the snail in just the background. Barely. Yeah, just you barely. really have to look for him in this one. Yep. Snail watch. Snail watch, yeah. 2020. 2020. <laughs> that was awful. That was terrible. <laughs> I thought it was 2020. What is this? Am I like thinking it's 2020 still? Yeah, you know, honestly, it just felt like 2020. It That's fine. <laughs> it still it's feels cool. like 2020. Did you see those? commercials with satan and in the year 2020 those match.com i love those commercials omg if you haven't seen them you need to youtube it yeah seriously we were talking a few months ago about how like commercials lately are trying to be funny but they're just not funny and then those match.com commercials started coming out oh and the makeup of the demon in them is amazing yes it's like way too good it totally is but anyway uh anything you didn't like in this episode oh I guess the pace wasn't as exciting as I would have liked. Yeah. But I still really enjoyed, like, the whole animation and everything. And I like the story of the episode. Mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of slow moving, which is surprising. It is. It's definitely a build-up episode, which mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of those, I don't think. A lot of the time when we get a two-parter, uh, the first one is a build-up. And mm-hmm. then, it, like, the second half is the payoff. Like You know, you make a really good point. Uh, what's that one? The, oh, the Christmas like special. Yeah. yeah. Like, the first one was like, all right. He's like, eh. And then the second one, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is why it's good. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it's really interesting how Adventure Time does that. Because now that you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I retract all of what I just said. Um, because I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. Where where we've seen a kind of... Although, um, the Lich, when, the one where Butter BP falls in the acid or whatever. Yeah. That one that was one really was awesome. good. That was a really good first halfer. Yeah, and then the second... Like the, the two halves of that one were so different from each other. Because yeah. the first one was like this awesome adventure episode. And the second one was kind of like The Exorcist, basically. Yeah, it's crazy. Speaking of movie references, I did not catch it till this time through. This episode is a reference to the movie The Hangover. 
Is it? Yeah, Wait, them waking what? up at the beginning, not remembering anything from the night before, and the cell phone is dead. Oh. And I was like, and when I read that in the trivia, I was like, oh, that brought this episode down for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like the hangover. See, it's, um, I don't like the hangover. I don't know what it is. That movie just never did it for me. You know, you're allowed not to like that movie. Yeah. I remember being like super excited to see that in theaters. And I saw it, I was like, that was kind of funny. I didn't see that until last year. Really? Really, really. Wow. Did you, did you watch all of them? Did I watch all of them? I think I watched the first two, question mark? Okay. It was when I had surgery. Oh, okay. I think. Did I? Or just a weekend? I don't know. Two is just like a grosser version of the first one, and then three is just crap. <laughs> I think. I ha Maybe I'll have to watch the third one. Okay. And I'll find out. Yeah, yeah. What was your favorite line? Favorite line was, oh, butt traps. <laughs> and it's Finn. I love it. <laughs> What's your favorite line? Ride me, partner. Nay. Nay. I love that. That was Jake. Jake. All right. Give me an impression. You're in the nightosphere. <laughs> it's the jail guard. <laughs> he's, he's got such a plain voice. I love it. Oh, so good. What's yours? I will kill you with all my hopes and regrets. Who says that? So there's a demon, that big demon that's oh, in the yeah. middle of that really big line. And they're like trying to like cut the line yeah you say and he's like if you cut i will blah, blah, blah. this guy's so stressed out it was awesome uh he's got a sad arc over this episode he does have a sad arc over <laughs> this, this poor episode. guy is like mentally destroyed from standing in line for so long that he finally gets to meet the ruler of the nightosphere and just gets cut in half basically oh wait that happens in the next episode doesn't yeah next it? episode spoiler jesus matt <laughs> i know this is why we can't have nice things <laughs> sorry all right guess what what? We have some trivia. Boom, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm I'm trying not to do it too many times. I thought episode. you were gonna do the triv thing. Oh. Mm, yeah, give me some of that sweet triv. Mm. I can't remember how it goes. I don't know who you are anymore. It's revealed in this episode that Marceline's dad has an actual name, Hunson Abadir. Throughout the episode, Finn and Jake referred to him as Hunson. It's like they already knew his name. Yeah. It it is weird. I like it. I, I would have thought that just keep calling him Marceline's dad, even though they know his name's Hunson now. Yeah. I, for some reason, just didn't realize that they didn't know he had a name. Hmm. So Abraham Lincoln can be seen with the Lord of Evil in a picture, this being the first time Abe is shown in the actual series. And he, Abe Lincoln, is a recurring character in the series. That, I don't like that. No? I, I think Abraham Lincoln was an amazing president. Oh, yeah. Why would they show him with the Lord of Evil? I, he's he's a hero in the show. That's so weird. I actually love the character of Abe Lincoln in this series. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to this. His intro episode is nuts. Okay. So when they're fighting who they thought was Hunson before they go down the portal, there's a number of like family photos. And one of them I thought was really funny was Hunson um, playing golf, mm -hmm. uh, which I thought was just really Silly. Anyway, uh, another picture shows Marceline as a child standing next to her father on the left and another woman standing in the right who has a striking resemblance to Marceline. This may be her mother. Ah, cool. I did not catch that picture. Huh, me neither. In one of the pictures, Peppermint Butler is seen playing golf with the Lord of Evil. Oh, that okay, so that's the golf picture. So Peppermint Butler, you know he's evil. He's awful. <laughs> I can't wait to have more of his story. Yeah. I, I don't remember if we get much more of his background. Or I not, hope but... so, man. He's just like, that's such a cool little caveat. Yeah. At the same time, I love like the whole mystery behind him, though. Yeah, dude. So rad. So, so cool. Jake spoke in Japanese in this episode, albeit broken. After cheering up Finn, he said, I apologize to our Japanese listeners. 
Jiaozu de Gambete Ne, which roughly translate as have faith and go forth. Cool. It's cool. So we know he could speak some Korean and some Japanese. Yeah. Awesome. Interesting. Good on you, Jake. Good job. He's such a diverse character. He is. He's he's very learned. <laughs> <laughs> some demons mispronounce the Lord of Evil's last name, saying Aberdeer. Weird. Instead of Abadir. Uh, John DiMaggio, which is the voice of Jake, performs the voice of the teller in this episode. Cool. Oh, wow. Couldn't hear that. On April 5th, 2020, the 10th anniversary of uh, Adventure Time, Olivia Olsen re- revealed in the live stream that this is her favorite Marceline episode. Oh, that's cool. Nice. I didn't realize, I didn't catch that when I watched it. So yeah. Really cool. cool. So that's it for trivia. Yeah. So do you want to hear what your prediction was for this episode based on its name? Yes. Return anything. So Marceline, Finn, and Jake are summoned by Hudson Abadir. Re- wait, wait, wait. Okay, sorry. Before we do this, mm-hmm. we got a lovely email from our friend Hunter. Oh, yeah. I'm just a man sitting here at a desk looking for a rubric. Fans, I ask you to rise up and demand a rubric from Matt. Hunter? That's all I'm going to say. You don't know it yet, but you're on my side. <laughs> you don't need a rubric? <laughs> <laughs> you will come to learn that my way is the best. <laughs> wow. Oh, fine. I'll make a rubric. <laughs> wow. Wow. And that's all it takes to make you do it? I give in to pressure very easily. <laughs> One person saying I need to do something like whatever. Two people say I'm like, whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> Even though that first person is my wife. <laughs> I know, right? And how long have I been asking for this? And one other person sent in a, a really snazzy email, and he's like, okay. Okay. Well, I just need to see it in written form. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't okay, with you. The rubric I can't. is... I can't. Okay, the rubric Wait, is... Wait, you're going to develop it right now? Yeah, right now, on the spot. So. <laughs> okay, so this is really thoughtful. It's my unspoken rubric. Wait. That I've always had. So this is how I base my rankings. I'll base it honestly at first, and depending on your level of anger, I might change it. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how it goes. I go with gut instinct first, which is always right. <laughs> okay, but I need that in writing, because I don't believe it unless I see it in writing. <laughs> based on your level of anger, I'm like, okay, well... She doesn't like that grade. I guess I got to give her a different grade. <laughs> it's like the Star Trek movie. Oh, my gosh. Where um, Spock doesn't want to give Uhura, Uhura, um, <laughs> sorry, Zoe Ahura? Saldana um, favoritism until she says, no, I'm your favorite. He's like, okay, you're my favorite. You're on, you're on board. It worked for Spock. <laughs> it could work for me. <laughs> All alone. I'll allow it. <laughs> All right. So, your prediction. As Marceline, Finn, and Jake are summoned by Hudson Avedere, he reports that he has an overabundance of souls, and he doesn't know what to do with them. They partner together to sort through the mess of souls. Okay. This episode does involve Marceline, Finn, and Jake, and Hudson Avedere. Mm-hmm. Even by name, Hudson Avedere. Yes. There is an overabundance of souls. Hudson is not out for the best of the nightosphere. Oh, well, I guess he is because he wants his daughter. I'm giving the so as far as how close it is, I'm giving this a B. Okay, because that's actually like 
Pretty good. Not too bad. Yeah, thank you. And it involved all of these characters. As far as creativity goes, giving it an A. You're really liberal with that. C plus. <laughs> you had better. Oh. <laughs> Did you give me an A because you thought I'd be annoyed? No, I just like that. I like that synopsis. Do you? I do. I think I've done better. Prediction for the next episode. Okay. What's the title? The next episode is called Daddy's Little Monster. All right. So Marceline-centric episode, further exploring her relationship with her father. Ooh. She's out to prove herself in the eyes of her father. Hmm. She has to... She has to show that she is a dutiful daughter. Interesting. Right? Interesting. I yes. guess we're going to find out in T-minus. Wait. Yeah. Any last thoughts on this episode? It's a fun episode. Uh, this is one of the ones I've probably seen the most amount of times. Really? Yeah. I've, I've watched this one a bunch of times. And yeah. Neat. I'm not coming up as high on it as I used to, but I still think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. How about you? Um, It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I well, like... I like stuff in it yeah i like it more than the last few episodes we watched true i will say i've been uh surprised with how many episodes i haven't loved in season four but i know that there's some episodes coming up that i'm like crazy about yeah i'm really looking forward to some of the other stuff on this series yeah that i know i've seen already and that i am super jazzed about to talk about yeah man our favorite episode of the whole series is coming up next season all right so good talk yeah so, uh, next episode? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The last couple episodes, between the two episodes that we talk about, we'll take, like, a quick, like, five. We'll take a, uh, what do you call it? A short five? <laughs> a short nine? <laughs> and, um... Yes. So, we'll just be talking about, like, whatever we talk about when we're not recording. I was like, I was just thinking, I was like, we should just have, like, a whole compilation of all that deleted garbage and just, like, <laughs> like... If you want to join our Patreon account, <laughs> no, you can listen to complete crap on the side. That's stupid. No, no, we're not going to do Patreon. No, we're not. No. No. Uh, okay. Right. Should we do this? Let's do it. All right. Next episode, Daddy's Little Monster. IMDb rating of 8.3. Overall episode, 84. Uh, directed by Larry Leachlater, Adam Muto. Direct, written and storyboarded by Cole Sanchez and Rebecca Sugar. I love her. Rebecca Sugar is awesome. She's so talented. I'm a big fan. Me too. Uh, original air date on April 30th, 2012. <clears throat> yeah. Um, also. Yeah. So, so this is number 84. I think for episode 100, we should we should do something special for that episode. I'm not yeah, sure, sure what yet. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, no. maybe we should play that. <laughs> mobile game <laughs> that I keep trying to download. I'm like, I'm out of patience. You, you could do like a Twitch episode with that. Oh, yeah. I gotta learn how to do that in the whole Twitch thing. Oh, my God. Wow, so, my age is showing. Title card? Oh, yeah. So the title card is Finn and Jake. Their faces are all morphed and their bodies are bananas and they're being surrounded by demons. Seems and legit. Yeah. I actually really like this one. I like this really title cool. card. If you like it so much, why don't you marry it? Just take a picture and marry it. So the episode begins where part one left off with BMO charging Jake's phone. So BMO, when they're charging Jake's phone, looks like they're trying to poop. Just uh -huh. want to throw that out there. Jake is wearing a green towel and a blue shower cap, presumably having just had showered, referring to the end of the previous episode. Phone has finally charged and Finn and Jake proceed to watch videos of their time in the Nyosphere. There are three videos on the phone. The first one shows Finn and Jake fooling around with the camera before entering the Nyosphere to hang out with Marceline at her offer to come with her. So the second one shows, by the way. 
Yes. I think this says a lot about like the relationship and its development with Marceline. Yes, totally. Because uh, she's inviting them to the nightosphere, like this place that's like, you know, not everybody can go there. Right. So that's really cool. I just I do, I think I totally agree with you. Man, and like my feelings for Marceline have changed so much from her 100%. introduction episode till now. Like, I love Marceline. Me too. And I I love the development of this relationship and how like now it's just like another friend and like just as comfortable of like as if they're hanging with PB. I just I just think it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably have more fun hanging with Marceline than PB anyway. 100%. Yeah, I agree. Jam out with her. So the second one shows a scene in which Marceline's dad flies in to tell Marceline that he wishes for her to take over the family business and rule the nightosphere. So he casually takes off this uh, purple amulet and says that it grants wishes. So he puts it on Marceline. And then like when he takes the amulet off, it also sucks off his suit. He's like, whoopsie-daisy. Um, <laughs> and he's just wearing like underwear basically and he's got total dad bod it's like great you. yeah i have dad bod going on. i hate it <laughs> i love it so marceline refuses to take over her dad's job and plays a short song after he leaves and i like this little jingle me too it's like one of my favorites yeah it's like i didn't re- i didn't even remember the song but then hearing it again i'm like this is pretty good i like it mm-hmm. uh though she claims that she has her own plans for life she tries on the amulet and accidentally turns herself into an evil monster like her father the video blacks out as a third video comes on, showing how Finn and Jake got thrown in their jail cell by the Nightosphere Jailer, who spews banana profusely from each of his ears in a way that suggests that bananas are the equivalent of feces or vomit to demons. <laughs> Gross. <clears throat> yeah. Jake and Finn make grossed out faces at each other, and Jake drops the banana he has. He's watching the video, then you see his eyes look over to the banana he's holding. Yeah, it's so like, great. Oh, no. Do you think they taste like bananas or do they taste like other things? I assume they taste like bananas. And like only in that scene do I realize the bananas got like a really off color to it. I was like, oh. Also, do you think he would ever eat bananas after that? No. Yeah, probably not. I have trouble eating bananas in general. You eat banana like every day. I do. I have, but like I don't enjoy eating bananas when I'm eating them. But I'm like, okay, it's filling. It's fruit. It's good for you. I'm going (laughs) to eat this and I'm not going to enjoy it. Oh my God. So I you, like bananas. It, I like a banana for breakfast with some goldfish or bananas with like, I don't know, coffee. Eating a banana in the morning for me is the equivalent of like eating a salad with no dressing on it. I'm like, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm going to feel better after doing this than eating a breakfast sandwich, but I'm not going to enjoy it. Have we talked about bananas in this episode or in the series yet? I can't. I feel like we have, but I don't think we did. So... I just have to remark that we have to have a certain level of ripeness in our house of bananas. Mm -hmm. It's like on the cusp of not being green anymore. Yes. One might say that I am a banana slob. (laughs) Slob? (laughs) Banana snob. How would you classify my banana preferences? At first, I was like, okay, well, she's really particular about her bananas. But having been with you for this long... That's the only way I'll eat a banana now, too. That's what I'm saying. It's the best. If it's too yellow, it's got like that... Bitter kind of uh, it's texture. So to it. gross, and like yeah. it's too mushy. I can't do it. I can't. And it's I can't too eat green. It. it has like it Ooh, loses, it, like, like this film, film on your, in teeth. your mouth. Yeah. Yes. It's oh gross. my gosh. It feels like you're eating wax. There's like a middle point right in the middle where you eat the banana. Yeah. So Jake, Jake is eating the wrong bananas to begin with. Totally. <laughs> if it's too yellow. You know, it ain't a fellow. I'm, okay, good. I was, like, <laughs> I was trying to come over the rhyme and I couldn't think of anything. Else. <laughs> it's not your friend. If it's a little green, come on, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> to my mouth. <laughs> oh wait, oh that sounded really bad. 
<laughs> Moving on. Okay. So they decide to return to the night sphere to save Marceline. After disguising themselves as demons, so Jake transforms his body to look like a demon. He's freaky looking. And Finn just uses a paper plate as a mask. And pajamas. Yeah. And he also has little forks to make it look like he's got, like, spiky ears. It's, it's so adorable. cute. I love it. I kind of want you to dress up like that for Halloween. And see if anybody catches the reference. Oh, my God. That would make me so happy. I would love to do that. I, oh. So we got to take a note on that. We got to do something. We got to go out for Halloween this year. If we can. Yeah. So Jake uses his stretching powers to alter his appearance and take the form of a gross, sharp-toothed demon. He's kind of cute, actually. You think so? Oh, yeah, totes. I think Jake is super gross looking as a demon. Really? Yeah. Oh, he reminded me of the three-headed dog from Harry Potter. Oh, nice. So they go back using the spell that Finn used to open the portal in It Came From the Night Sphere. And? And... Fill the face. Fill the face. Fill the face. face. There's another fill the face. Oh, yeah, he drew... Smile. Yes. He drew a fill face on the wall. To, to open the portal. The first time we saw the fill face from Finn was him drawing that in uh, the, the, the first Night Sphere episode. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Totally. So callback. So when they re-enter, they find themselves trapped in yet another line, but one of which they believe leads to Hunt and Abadir, who is playing cruel tricks on the demons. They are discovered by the giant overruling demon when they try to cut in the line. And I just really want to call out the line cutter caller outer. Oh, my goodness, this guy's amazing. He's the best thing of the episode. Yeah. Um, first off, he has a mug that has a demon with like a quacky face on it. And yeah. it's like filled with coffee. <laughs> so this like suggests that there's like someone's bringing coffee around. Yeah. This guy's not having people cut in line. It's like, you're not going to cut the line. And his voice sounds just like Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, it's so good. It's so no, Good. you can't cut in line. And like, there's like this whole segment of like line cutting and then everybody's like pissed about it. And then he loses his place in line and they're like, bro, you left. Oh, it was so good. He like shoves them back into their place in line. Yep. I was like, you know what? Good for you, demon. <laughs> Tell me how you I'm feel about line cutters. I hate line cutters. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. The other day we were waiting to get into a store uh, and this lady tries to walk in. I'm like, I'm sorry. There's a line. You need to get yeah. to step in. I went grocery shopping today. Yes. And I had like a whole uh, shopping cart worth of groceries and I was going to like this this empty aisle. Uh, sorry, this empty uh, register. And this other lady's coming in around the same time, but I was a little ahead of her. She had like one item and she's like, oh, no, you go ahead. I was like, I love you. Because... <laughs> So many times in the past, I've had like one item, and then somebody raises me to the to the register, and they've got like a whole cart worth of stuff. I'm like, you jerk! <laughs> I have one item. Just do the right thing. Yeah. And the fact that this lady had one item, and she's like, no, you go ahead. I was like, you're amazing. <laughs> I'm like, you go ahead, please. Oh, I like that story. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That's good. <clears throat> okay, so they barely escape after this giant overruling demon tries to eat them. And they run into her house and find the Lord of Evil, the actual Hunson Abadir, making a sandwich. He explains to them that he only wanted Marceline to follow in his footsteps and that he thinks it is great that she has been possessed by the amulet. Hearing this, Finn gets angry, slapping the Lord of Evil sandwich out of his hands and goes back to rescue Marceline. Another sandwich. I know. Like, this show with sandwiches makes me hungry for sandwiches. Yeah, same here. Okay. Every time. 
so Finn and Jake decide that they need a way to get close to Marceline and start a political rap. So, and it's like the most generic political rap, and it's non-specific in its lyrics, but it gets everybody riled up. Matt, take it. Political rap. I can't remember the words. That's about what it was, guys. Yeah, pretty much. It's not good. But it gets the, the demons all riled up, and they start a revolution to overthrow Marceline. So they reach Marceline and finally manage to take off the amulet that was controlling her. And so it's like all these demons are like tearing like that demon outside of Marceline apart, and they start eating it. Ew. It's really gross. It is gross. But Jake is unable to go back to the portal they created before because demons are trying to eat his legs, disabling him. So Finn puts on the amulet and throws Jake and Marceline out of the nitosphere. Unfortunately, under the control of the amulet, he tries to get Jake and Marceline back to the nitosphere as he has become evil, fueled by chaos. But the Lord of Evil, Hunton, Abadir, rips the amulet off Finn and puts it back on, explaining that Marceline, that he is proud of her no matter what she does and that he actually likes her friends, Finn and Jake. Marceline closes the Nightosphere portal, and after stating her surprise at her father for liking Finn and Jake, she jokingly says, yeah, I can't hang out with you guys anymore. The episode ends with Marceline asking Finn if he's okay. Finn is exhausted and traumatized with PTSD after having been under control of the amulet and does not answer. Yeah, Finn's messed up at the end of this. He is totes jacked up. So that's the, yeah, that's the end. Wow. So what are your first thoughts? Uh, so the things I liked about this episode, there's just so much. Mm-hmm. I really liked how uh, driven this, uh, story-driven this uh, episode was. I liked Finn and Jake heroing. There's just funny stuff with the video. Like, one of the videos that had the Finn, I'm crushing your head. I'm crushing your head. Yep. Where, like, Finn or Jake crushes uh, Marceline's head from afar. Anyway, it's really funny. I think there's just so much in this episode. It's full... full there's so many, like, one-liners, just just classic Adventure Time, and I loved every minute of it. Good. That's awesome. I wasn't yeah. sure how you'd feel about this one. Yep. Yeah, I'm on the same boat. I thought it was a lot of fun. And uh, one of the moments that really stood out to me this time, because I thought it was hilarious, was because, um, you know, they're all playing, like, their individual instruments when yeah. Hunted first arrives. Yeah. And Finn sees him and he's like, get away from us! And he's, like, shaking the tambourine at him yeah, as a like, threat. <laughs> <laughs> so good and jake's like nice one man yeah i would have to say like the sandwich in this episode that hunson is making i would like one of those sandwiches yeah yeah a hundred percent this is the second best looking sandwich in the series my belly absolutely in my belly i like a good sandwich i don't know what it is but they know how to make a sandwich look good in adventure right it's amazing I, I think that this, um, there's just like little things that are so fun. Like on the cell phone, there's a loading screen that's a pizza. Um, Hunson's wearing red boots, which are similar to the red boots in City and Thieves. Holy cow. Yeah. That's awesome. The song that Marceline sings about her dad and being on her own, having her own dreams. Bemo charging the phone. Jake sitting with a, a shower cap and a, and a towel on. You know, there's just so much. And then the whole banana thing, which is like crazy and random. I yeah. just, this episode has, I think, all of the parts. Yeah, it's like everything that was missing from the first half is made up for in this one, I think. Totally, 100%. Yep. It makes me like the last episode more. Yeah. Knowing where it's going. Absolutely. And I still like that last one, too. It's just, yeah. this, that one was good. I think this one's great. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. Good build up. Anything you didn't like? I can't think of anything. No, I, I 
pretty much like I like the, like this episode flew by. It was one of those ones where at the end I was like, ah, oh, I wish this was a little longer because I'm really enjoying it. One of the things that I think is really cool about this episode is that it, it really reflects on the friendship of, of Finn and Jake in relation to Marceline. Mm-hmm. Finn is willing. So first off, they're willing to go back to this place and save her. Second of all, he's willing to sacrifice himself and live in this, like, demon hell forever and ever to save her. By yeah. putting on the amulet. Like, that level of sacrifice, it's, like, convenient that Hunson was like, all right, bro. Like, I got this. But, like, he's like, yeah, old hat. But, like, how cool is it that there's so much love and, and pure friendship that he's willing to sacrifice his own life yeah, for Yeah, it's friend. like... You know what's interesting is that I think that he's so used to that. I'm curious about whether or not he knows how to take care of himself, right? Mm-hmm. Or how to regulate his emotions so that way he's able to, like, you know, do the things he needs to do for himself. Although maybe this is his way of just being in touch with him himself. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the right word. Well, it's like one of those things where like, I'm when I tell people I'm a fan of Adventure Time, they're like, ah, it's stupid. I like goofy show. And I'm like, I'm like, you do, I'm like, the characters in the show have like a level of depth you would not expect. Totally. I, I think this is one of those episodes where that depth is shown. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred percent. And it's such an innocuous way. Yeah. Right? It's, it's not the focus at all. No, no. It's just like, oh, he takes Emily because that's who he is. Mm-hmm. And I think the creators of the show have done such a good job of developing him into that person. Yeah. Right. And like presenting him with these multiple layers that of like. He's the hero and he saves and him and Jake are a team and they save people together. But this is beyond that. This isn't a little village that they're saying the little townspeople. This is like true, unfiltered, unadulterated friendship. Yeah, I absolutely love it. And that's one of the things that gets me to rewatch the show over and over again because totally. I just I love Finn so much. Yeah, I mean, like I, I agree. I 100% agree. I think Jake is a great comic relief. I think that he's a good brother. But it's Finn, I think, that brings me back. Yep. Same here. Absolutely. And he has funny lines. And he has funny lines. Yeah. Um, another thing that um, got me really interested in this episode is the relationship between Marceline and her dad. Because you know there's like genuine love there. He is just pure evil. Right. But he has this level of respect for his daughter. But at the same time, he's going to manipulate her and force her into becoming the the ruler of the night sphere mm-hmm. beyond her consent. And then at the end, he's like, yeah, you know me. It's like, whoopsie doozy. Yep. Um, I do think it's really interesting that it's kind of like this weird give and take relationship where, you know, when you you set limits with somebody in your life that has, you know, there's like a person of significance, you set limits with them and mm-hmm. then you're like, well, let me let down those those boundaries and let me like give them another chance. And I, it's kind of like that was this. Yeah. You know, and and yet, you know, and and Hudson proved himself to be the person that he is, you yep. know. And so it's kind of interesting how even though, you know, it's played off, oh, my dad likes you, ha, ha, ha. You know, it's like, sh- <laughs> I it's, don't know. We, yeah, it's weird because like, Hunson could be so conniving, but he also has like, it seems like he has like this honor system almost. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just with his daughter. And it's weird that he has like this functional, like, uh, I don't know what the right words are. Like he's done, th- like they had golfing pictures and they had the baby pictures and he had them up hanging in his living quarters. Yeah. Like, that's not a dysfunctional person. Mm-hmm. That is a that is a calculated and purposeful person. Yeah, it, it got me thinking. Like this is this is the episode that made Hunsen into a real character too. Totally, because it's like this guy's he's terrible, but you you see that he's not 
It's weird. It's like he it's has not, some good qualities. Right. Like it's not his entire personality to be this evil Lord of Evil, whatever, Lord of the Nice for I don't even know what the name is, but like that's not his entirety, right? Yeah. He has layers. Yep. God, I love it when Adventure Time has layers and it like Me too. It sheds layers and it brings layers. I freaking love it. Yeah, and this is one of the episodes where like I never thought about the amount of layers in it. Until this time through. Yeah. Like when we're actually watching it, looking for things to take note on. Sure. It's awesome. This is my favorite viewing of this episode. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love it. So Matt, let's change the subjects abruptly. abruptly. Where is the snail? Under some demons in line as Finn and Jake enter the room with Hunts and Abadir. How did anybody see that? Just before running into the, the line demon. This is another one, just like the last one where you've really got to be looking for that snail to find it. Totally. Man, that Snail Watch 2021 is pretty intense. Sure is. Snail Watch 2021. We did it right this time. Yeah, we did. Both times it was in song form, too. Yeah, dude. Uh, We mentioned there's a fill face. And uh, on the treehouse when they were trying to open the portal to the Niosphere. Yep. Those fill faces, man. They bring me joy. Yeah, they do. It was so funny because when it happened, we're like, oh my gosh, a fill face. It's a fill face. (laughs) Gotta take note. (laughs) Okay, favorite line. Ooh, my favorite line was, ow, my hippocampus. Oh my God, that was the funniest thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Famous Jake gets knocked over by Hunsad uh, early in the episode. My favorite line was, I'll be watching you. I don't remember what that was from. That was the the line cutting guy. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. Man, that guy. That was so stole funny. Stole the whole episode. Okay, I'm not going to lie. If you're going to watch this episode, you need to watch it to catch that guy because it was flipping. It was a straight up Karen. <laughs> yes, it was. It was a straight up Karen. This guy was not having it. It like, was it's so, so great. Fun. And it's so like realistic too. Yes. You can see this happening in real life. Totally. Totally. And it's so funny because I'm like, I've seen this person before in yep. my life. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. And you so know this good. person's, like, they've been cut in line too many times and they're yep. just done with it Like, now. fed up. Not happening. Ooh, do you want to give me an impression of a character? Yep. Cheeks. It was Finn, right? Yes. Yep. Finn doing, like, cheek sounds yep. on the video. Yeah, it's like uh, Marcelina and her dad are having like this real conversation, and then just it cuts over to Finn, and he's just doing goofy things with his cheeks. Yeah, love it. Me too. All right, Matt, what's yours? Mine's the the angry guy in line. Boo, sir! I boo what you're doing. That's so great. I love it. <laughs> so good. Guess what, Matt? What? We got some triv. Oh, let's do it. <sighs> For the reference to the mushroom war is found in the form of a magnetic tourist plate. Stuck onto Hudson Abadir's kitchen cabinets. The plates are from Las Vegas, Orlando, and Arizona. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Me neither. That's cool. That's flipping awesome. Both these episodes. So he's gone to those places. Did he go to Walt Disney World? Oh, probably. Did Wait, he? Maybe that's where he was inspired to make the hellscape that is waiting in line at the, nat- at the night sphere. <gasps> Being at Disneyland oh. on a busy day. My gosh. <laughs> it's all making sense now. Oh, my gosh. He went to these places looking for inspiration to make the nightosphere worse. Oh, my gosh. Matt, <laughs> that is crazy town. Boom. I love it. So when Jake is panning over the nightosphere with his camera phone, he says, this place is bananas, adding the two-part episode's exhaustive list of banana gags. Guys, I like bananas. Just throwing that out there. I like bananas in things. <sighs> Ew, no. See, I don't like bananas and things. I like them in a smoothie. The only... T- oh, I like them in smoothies, mm-hmm. too. 
Okay, but I also like banana Laffy Taffy. That is my favorite Laffy Taffy. Mm. Shake it, Laffy Taffy. Uh. Uh, Marceline's demonic head is noticeably greater in this episode as compared to previous episode, Return of the Nightsphere. Yeah, in Return of the Nightsphere, her in demon form is really small. Really? Yeah, it's like she's barely taller than Finn. You know what? I didn't even notice that. I was like... Uh, because I, I thought I'd she forgotten was taller that it was... than Finn. I mean, I saw that he's bigger, but like, I just... anyway. Yeah, because you remember, okay, like, that makes sense. You remember, uh, it came from the Night of Sphere, uh-huh. where Huntsman is like gigantic at the end in that form, mm-hmm. and this, and then this one, because I'd forgotten that it was Marceline. Yeah, I was like, wow, Huntsman's really small. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Okay, Derry. Okay. Okay. The bottle of mustard Huntsman gets from the fridge says, "Cut the mustard," and has a picture of a demon on it. I bought some mustard today. All of these questions. So, is there like a processing plant? There's a whole economy in the nidosphere. Yeah. Creating these products. Well, I assume that they're like enslaved to make mustard or something. Well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But, jeez. When Finn and Jake first meet Marceline in the previous episode and think she was her father, some of the features of her head and suit seem to have different color than the way she appeared in this episode. Uh-oh. Maybe, like, she's morphing more to fit the role. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe it's just a continuity error. I think, I think, let's go with morphing. Yeah. Yeah, I like and she's that. she's becoming more evil. I like that theory. I think it's good. Also, like, they cut her head off in the last one, so maybe they, some differences happened when the head grew back. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You're so smart. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So the Night of Fear amulet is seen hanging from a tree branch in the opening theme. Though it has a violet chain rather than a gold one. What? Mm. I'm going to go back and watch it. <laughs> Near the end of the episode, Finn, wearing the Nidus for amulet, says the same line that Marceline did in the previous episode, both saying no one leaves the Nidus for. This could be a result of the chaotic influence of the Nidus for amulet. No one leaves the Nidus for. In the beginning of the episode, when Jake gets hit by Marceline during the video, he yells, Ow, my hippocampus. Oh, he gets hit by Marceline. The hippocampus is a part of the brain that consolidates memories from the short-term and long-term memories and strengthens spatial navigation. Maybe that's how he forgets the all the stuff that happened. Perhaps. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, when Finn is disguised, his mouth seems bigger since it would not be visible at normal size. <laughs> so the demon that hates line cutting is an impression of Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, that's so And right. it's funny because like when we were watching the episode, I was like, that sounds just like Jerry Seinfeld. So I looked it up to see if it was him. But it was uh, Cole Sanchez. I really wish it was him. Yeah, that would be amazing if that they, if they so got good. Jerry Seinfeld on board just to be the line cutting demon. No! That's so great. It makes me want to watch Seinfeld again. Oh, yeah. That show's good. Uh, so, your last prediction. Yes. The, the prediction for this episode. Okay. Uh, based on its name. So, Marceline-centric episode, further exploring her relationship with her father. She is out to prove herself to the eyes of her, of her father. And she has to show that she is a dutiful daughter. So, it does further explore the relationship between Marceline and her dad, but but. she doesn't want to show that she's a dutiful daughter. That is true. So, I'm going to go halfway. Okay. And as far as how close it is, give it a C. Yeah? As far as creativity goes, (sighs) B. Yeah. Whatevs. Oh my goodness, there's no right grade. (laughs) You're doing A and you're like, oh fine, I guess I deserved it A. (laughs) So do you want to predict it the next episode? You know I'm just being smart, Alex. Oh, of course. Okay, good. Yes, what's Um, the name of it? The next episode is... I really ought to start writing them down. Yeah, it would be helpful. In Your Footsteps. In Your Footsteps. Okay. 
So Finn and Jake seek a large giant. They follow the footsteps that the giant has left behind in its wake. It is a battle royale when they meet him, but realize that he's just trying to find a home where he can lay his head and rest his soul. Cool. Yeah. I really like that. Thank you. Don't let that be a spoiler for my grading. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guess what, Matt? What? We have some listener feedback. Listener feedback. Oh, yeah. All right. Not to ruin what uh, we mentioned earlier, but... We got a uh, message from our longtime friend of the pod. I'm just a guy sending an email begging for a rubric. Also, I got a new best friend, so you have to be nice to BMO now. Oh, fine. Thanks, Hunter. You're the best. (laughs) You are the best. We love talking to you. I love the title for Amy. (laughs) That's right. Team Amy right here. When I read that title, I was like, what am I in trouble for? What did I say on the show? <laughs> Always great hearing from you, from you, man. Yep. All right. Thank you, Hunter. We really appreciate it. Matt. Yeah? Can you believe that's another episode? I can't believe it. I mean, I feel like I'm in a dream. <laughs> I love your face when you got all serious about that for a second. <laughs> Staring off in the distance wistfully. Making Owen Wilson face. <laughs> Puckering your lips, oddly. Hey. I really want to go back and watch City of Thieves now. I know, right? That's such a great episode. Red boots, bro. Red boots, bro. Also, if you haven't watched Forge and Fire beat the judges, you are missing out in life. You're doing life wrong. Yeah. I've been trying to figure out a point where to like add that in and there's nothing flowed. So I'm going to just plug it now. Beat the judges, man. Good show. The best. Also, I feel like there's another show I wanted to give a shout out to. Oh, um, nope. Never mind. I got nothing. (laughs) I'm watching Are You Afraid of the Dark? (laughs) <laughs> Going back and rewatching that show, it's been fun. That's good. Yeah, I'm sure all of our Twitter followers are like, oh yeah, we get it, Matt. You post about it more than you post about Adventure Time lately. <laughs> Matt has a lot of time on his hands right now. I know, it's terrible. I, my, my new job starts in a few days and I'm like, I'm and like school is done. I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself during the day right now. It's great. Well, Matt. Well. <laughs> You have listened to another episode of Oh My Glob and Adventure Time Podcast. You can reach out to us on Twitter or the Facebook at Oh My Glob Podcast. You can email us at Oh My Glob Podcast at gmail.com or you can leave a voicemail for us at anchor.fm at Oh My Glob Podcast and we will play it on the air. Yeah, do it. <laughs> it has been a joy and a pleasure. We love you guys. You are the best. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was such a weird episode.